0: Welcome to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. Today we will continue our series on the end times prophecy. Listen
1: in as Ray begins to unfold the truth. Hi, I'm Ray Sturdivant. We're studying the end times and today we're going to continue looking at the pre-tribulation view of the timing of the rapture. Since this is such a hot topic, we're going to take two days this week with our good friend Danny Jacobs to kick this concept around a little bit more. Welcome, Danny.
2: Thanks. Glad to be here.
1: Glad you're here. What uh, awesome insights, questions, comments, all right, eschatological genius do you have? All right.
2: Um, in the first program this this week, we talked about the word wrath and the pre-trib idea that we won't go through the wrath.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: For me, the question in my mind is the word wrath itself. Mm-hmm. What context is that? Does that mean is he talking about the wrath, salvation in the end, or does he is he truly talking about not having to go through any trials or the
1: tribulation as far as not being affected? You know, that's it. a great uh, great question. I've never really heard anybody address this verse, you know, questioning whether it's talking about even the tribulation or not. Because in context of that verse, he, he does talk... He uses talk, the word obtaining salvation. He does, he does. So, I, you know, that's a great point. Um, the reason that most people go there is because Thessalonians was written not the whole book but a portion of it was written because people were saying Jesus had already come and it was upsetting the church to straighten out something. Yeah, and Paul was trying to straighten that out, but that doesn't necessarily mean that verse has to be talking about the tribulation. Right. But if uh which is a great point, but if it is, it still can be questioned when does the wrath of God occur? Is the wrath of God at the big, throughout the tribulation or is it at the end? So those are the great questions to answer but Great point. You know, the wrath of God compared to obtaining salvation is a great point.
2: All right. My second question is sort of leads from that one. and It's about salvation in the, in the, in the end times. In mm-hmm. the passage, Revelation 3.11, it says, I'm coming quickly. Hold fast to what you have so that no one will take your crown. There is a pre-tribulation pre-tri- uh, worldview that says that if you accept the, the mark of the beast— You basically
1: it implies that you lose your salvation is that
2: passage itself backing
1: that up i don't believe it is because i believe that salvation is an eternal free gift that you cannot lose so i don't believe that any passage refutes that concept and for those that believe that you're losing your salvation they have to deal with the fact that peter under pressure denied jesus three times So God wouldn't be able to let Peter off the hook and then throw somebody else under the bus because in a moment of weakness, they deny Christ.
2: Especially if God's word, or Jesus' word, is the standard, as we said. Absolutely. Then that that, that right there sets the standard right there, that that you as your humanism can't cause you to, to fail.
1: You bet. And I believe the crowns are specifically talking about rewards, not your salvation. Not letting someone take your crown means not causing you to lose your ultimate reward. That's all the time we have today. We will pick back up with our good friend Danny tomorrow. I'm Ray Sturdivant, Mining the Truth. Thanks again for listening to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. If you have any questions
0: or comments, don't hesitate to join us on the web at miningthetruth.com. Thanks again, and don't forget to join us as we continue Mining the Truth.